Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much for joining us here. November is Lung Cancer Awareness Month, and our guest is Dr. Samuel Kim. He's joining us here to talk about a surgery program that was born from the need to be able to screen and treat patients for lung cancer during the pandemic. He's joining us here from Northwestern Medicine. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Samuel Kim. Good morning, and uh, thank you for having me. You're joining us here from Northwestern Medicine. Uh, what is your area of expertise and your role at Northwestern? Yeah, so I'm one of the uh, thoracic surgeons at Northwestern, and uh, my you know specialty is doing a mainline-based operation using robotic technique uh, for lung cancer or any other uh, uh, disease related to uh, thoracic area, which is a chest, chest inside the chest wall, lung mm-hmm. esophagus. And I'm the uh, director of robotic surgery at Northwestern Medicine. Now, I did mention that November is Lung Cancer Awareness Month, but I also understand that last spring, COVID-19, as with most of our medical facilities, COVID-19 was just raging at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. What is this A-plus surgery program? Um, Was it born out of the need to screen patients for lung cancer during the pandemic, or was it already in effect before the pandemic hit? Yeah, so the the A-plus stands for acronym for uh, Ambulatory Precision Lung Surgery. And uh, the, the, this program uh, was in motion even before COVID pandemic because with the you know, improvement in technology and the way we do the operation and how we take care of the patient after surgery to enhance recovery program, we were continually you know, decreasing the length of stay for the patient. So olden days, you know, when we did big, open chest operation, people will stay in the hospital anywhere from five to seven days. And then as we improve our thoracoscopic mini-base operation, that number came to about three to four days nationally. Mm-hmm. Now with the uh, more precision, you know, uh, uh, image-guided and robotic surgery and then uh, advanced thoracoscopic surgery, we were able to continue to bring it down to a point where we thought that maybe, you know, it would be safe to do the operation early in the morning and then get the patient home late in the afternoon because we had some experience where a patient would do the operation kind of late in the evening going home early in the morning, which is only about 12 hour, a 12-hour difference. So um, opposed to going home, you know, seven or eight, eight, eight hours after surgery. So we were thinking about something like this. And when the COVID hit, this really accelerated our thought uh, about you know uh, offering this to uh, selective group patients, and patients actually were more willing to go along with it because you know imagine you know you live you know hours away and come down, come down to a place like Northwestern, uh, you know not only you get operated but your family members will have to be in the hospital, and then there's always a potential for getting exposed, and so that and then patient doesn't want to stay in the hospital one day longer than they have to, so. That really then gave us the momentum about offering this uh, surgery. So, you know, we began to implement, and 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 th- as I said, this is not for everybody. You know, if patient has a significant significant comorbidity such as heart disease, we like to keep the patient in in the hospital about a day or two. But for for those people who are whose lung seals up completely right after surgery, and we were able to do what a minimum based operation uh, and and lung sparing operation, which is you know, uh, what we call segmentectomy and selective group of patients, we do a little more extensive operation called lobectomy. We were able to 
get their drain out right after surgery, and then at that point, it's a matter of their pain is controlled or not, and or and then whether they're comfortable about going home or not, mm-hmm. and we kind of give them an option, and some people choose to go home, and we have not had any major complication or readmission uh, from a, any of these uh, patients. So for majority of part, it has uh, worked out very well, not only for the patients and then their loved ones, as well as the hospital who's right now uh, because of the added patients you know, coming to the hospital for the uh, COVID-19, the bed seems to be very strained. So it has you know, able to alleviate it by getting the patient on uh, same day. So I think it was, it's a uh, very positive move for, uh, for everybody. Now, understanding that this procedure is a lot less invasive, even though it is somewhat invasive, it's nothing like the, uh, the open surgeries that you were talking about. What about the availability of space to perform this procedure in? Um, there are so many COVID patients, uh, so many people who are taking up ICU beds and other facilities. How are you able to, to navigate that challenge? All the patients who are right now getting uh, surgery for lung cancer are pre-screened. They're all COVID negative. So meaning that about two days before the surgery, everybody get. I mean, the majority, for majority part, all the patients are vaccinated, but still we do uh, screen them for COVID uh, exposure about two days before the surgery. If they're positive, then we wait until uh, you know about a, two weeks later to make sure that they're symptom free. At that point, we will reschedule the operation. If they, or if they have a positive positive, then we will do two consecutive COVID tests uh, within a week to see whether there's uh, any uh, uh, residual virus. And if there's negative, then we'll bring the patient to the operating room. So uh, for those patients, you know, chance of cross-contaminating where a healthcare provider getting exposed and the other patient getting exposed is almost minimal. I and mean, I think hospitals are one of the safest actually place to be in this time because everybody's vaccinated, everybody wears masks. Uh, for those people who are in the ICU, um, obviously will take up time and, and so forth, but the operating room actually functions normally. And the um, for surgical patients, we would not send them to the ICU, but we'll send them to a regular floor uh, it's the regular floor uh, uh, room that is, you know, right now at, at uh, more crunch because a lot of patients, you know, let's say they you know, had a COVID patient who are in the ICU, then will get to just regular floor, then that, that room otherwise would have been available for other patients is taken up. So uh, that is what, and along with, you know, all those patients who didn't get surgery or medical treatment during the COVID time because of the pandemic, are now getting treated. So all this factor has created sort of a crunch within the hospital systems across the United States. Um, obviously, you know, we're uh, trying to find a creative solution uh, and, 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 and offer some program, program like this, but this is only for a selected group of patients and then those patients who are safe to go home otherwise. But if a patient wants to stay an extra day, uh, or has a extraneous circumstance where you know you had a, you don't have somebody to kind of take care of you after surgery, then we'll obviously keep the patient extra there too to make sure that everything's comfortable before we're discharging the patient. How cost effective is this procedure for the patient? Is it covered by most insurance plans, as far as your knowledge? Oh yeah, it, it, this is covered by you know all the insurance. Okay. Uh, I mean, the operation is the operation, so the insurance company will only 
charged for was was the woke up bundle in a, a packet. Basically, you do the surgery, and then after that, you take care of the patient, and we'll give you a certain amount of dollars. So it actually saves money for the health system, and then for the insurance company. And but patients, uh, you know, the the and then maybe it will decrease the premium down for the patient in the long run. But a uh, patient doesn't have anything uh, pay out of pocket. Uh, or, or anything like that. And I, I personally don't know exactly how much money uh, we're saving, but I do know that it's uh, much better uh, for the patient. And and we have other, you know, uh, along with the A-plus program, you know, we have a simultaneous biopsy and do the surgery and go home at the same time. And so basically concept is, think about it, and if you have a patient who has a, a happened to, let's say, smoke or had a lung cancer screening CT scan, and find a nodule. Now, that the journey for the patient to the surgery, depends on where you are, may take even week, weeks and months. For instance, you know, if you find a nodule, then you have, you're going to be sent to pulmonologist, but that, that referral may take, uh, you know, anywhere from you know, a few weeks to a few months. And then once the pulmonologist sees it, then the pulmonologist will order a biopsy of the nodule, which may take a few weeks to get the result back. And then after that, we'll, that patient will get referred to a surgeon. We'll see the, the patient in a few weeks. And then once the surgeon sees that, well, this is a localized early cancer, then we'll do the surgery with we'll a few weeks later or a few months later. So I've seen some, some patient who comes to see me for second opinion and so forth who are found a nodule months, six months ago, and now in all that time, cancer could have progressed. Mm-hmm. And then imagine the not only the cancer, but the anxiety and then time spent going back and forth between the physician and surgeons and back and forth. Imagine all the travel that the patient had to do. Mm-hmm. So what we offer is for some of these patients, especially those who live far away, we, we, we have a joint visit one time with myself and the, and the pulmonologist, and we identify the nodule. And then we bring the patient down one time to the our hospital and operating room where we do the diagnostic biopsy using a latest 3D computerized uh, navigation model and do a, uh, using a robot to do a lung biopsy while the patient's asleep in the same anesthesia. We know right away that, that whether it's cancer or not, and we'll do the lung cancer operation there and then potentially go home same day. And so imagine, you know, anywhere from three to six months of all this process getting done and everything getting done within a day mm. or two, I mean, at most, right? So amount of the efficiency and, and the patient satisfaction is enormous. Well, doctor, give us a website where our listeners can get some more information. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be www.nm.org backslash lung, L-U-N-G, and you could get more um, information of our program uh, in our uh, division website. Well, Dr. Kim, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Samuel Kim. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com health professional radio.